one. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Coast to Coast Podcast. It's been a while since us three have been on, since the Drake episode. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. vibing, you know, we getting some Drake leaks now with the Jack Harlow snippet. I was listening <laughs> to that earlier today. Should be a vibe, should be a vibe. But uh, nonetheless, though, we got playoff basketball to talk about. Um, some crazy, uh, interesting things going on. And we got to tar- start off with the Celtics playing the Nets, a series that I quite honestly could have seen the Nets sweeping in for just because of how dominant their two stars have been. Kyrie's been playing like he's the best point guard in the league uh, as of recent. But um, first and foremost, though, before I get too lost my thought, how we all doing? Happy Easter, boys. Everything all good? This will be going up Easter Monday morning, but all good? Yeah. Just sat down and watched basketball all day. I'm sure Jose did the same thing. Yeah, I've just been watching basketball, doing homework while it's going on. Amen. Well, hey, I mean, there's still a game going on, but we'll get to what we're not watching that game right now. We ain't talking about that game. But no. No. uh, We'll give it a little mention. We got to talk about the Nets Celtics, though. You know, great defense down the stretch, double teaming Kyrie with Al Horford and uh, Smart leading to uh, a Jason Tatum game-winning layup. Couldn't have ended it better. Uh, this is a new rivalry, I feel like, brewing out here uh, between yeah. these two teams. Uh, they've met in the playoffs, I believe, uh, two last year they played. They might have. Yeah, but um, nonetheless, yeah, did. Carson, I want to get your thoughts from this game. Uh, what are you taking away from both sides? Uh, do you think the Celtics have the ability to win this series, especially with Rob Williams expected, I believe, to return within the next game or two? And um, – who knows what it means for Brooklyn? Because this is a team that, despite being a play-in team, people think can win a chip. Yeah, no, the uh, the Nets have a super high ceiling. They have a they have a low basement as well because you know I think besides their two stars, I don't really think they match up uh, with Boston. You know, their three through you know whoever in their rotation. But the Celtics, man, I mean, they played their they played their heart out today, and this was only game one. I mean, it really took everything uh, for them to win and. You know, crazy enough, I mean, they barely, you know, walked away with this game uh, with Kevin Durant, you know, not even playing that well. And this is not going to be, you know, an every game occurrence for him. I mean, you know, he was 9 of 24, only 23 points, um, just didn't really play that well and still only lost by one. I mean, it took a heroic effort from Kyrie. I mean, we got to give him a shout out real quick. I mean, he really is like the perfect villain because like, you know, say what you want, but he he does stuff like this. And it's just like, man, like you just – Hate to see him, you know, going off like that, but he is, you know, you can't deny the talent and the shot making. Um, yeah. But the Celtics, I mean, nonetheless, uh, you know, despite, you know, heroic effort from Kyrie, uh, they really came together, played really great team basketball. I mean, they had four guys, you know, with 20 plus points and Tatum just, you know, really took over. And I, I hope he continues, you know, on this pace because uh, if he is, I mean, you know, he's playing like a top five player in the league, you know, top, top seven, top eight. Um, I mean, you know, he was just really controlling the game on offense. I mean, he had eight assists. He had like, I think like six or seven super early. Um, and that's, that's the key for him. That's the next step of if he wants to be right there with the greats is, uh, you know, his playmaking ability and not forcing shots, which I think he did a better job of in the second half. He was getting the rim a lot more like on that last buzzer beater, man, that was crazy. So that was, yeah, that was some, the, I mean, the Celtics were the best defensive team in the regular season and, against this offensive juggernaut that is the Brooklyn Nets. Like, they're really going to be put to the test. But, I mean, I think they held their own very well throughout this whole game. I mean, obviously, Kyrie went off, but Kyrie is a different monster in the playoffs. I feel like we haven't seen this version of Kyrie in the playoffs in, like, a while. 
he's got that fire under him, you know, playing against the Celtics. And the the, the dynamic with him and the fans is, is so interesting to watch. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah, but we're gonna have to see more out of out of Patty Mills off the bench, man. I want to see I want to see him get a little more involved. Yeah, that's not good for a guy that was, you know, one of the best three-point shooters uh, in the league this year. And, yo, shout out Goron, though. You know, he put in that work. Um, but I want to see guys like Cam – I don't know if they play Cam Thomas, but he's such a bucket. I'd love to see him hop in there. But um, yeah. nonetheless, though, shout out the rookies playing some key roles on these teams in the playoffs. Uh, we'll get to some of them. But Kessler Edwards out of Pepperdine, you know, not a huge name, but – he played, he played, he was in there uh, in some late game uh, moments out there for the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, it's good to see this rookie class. Yeah, I know you guys talked about it. Um, I was a lot, I listened to the last pod you guys did. And yeah, it's one of the best rookie classes we've seen in a rouse. Because if you look at like pick 58, Jericho Sims went to the Knicks. He had a huge game the other night before. I mean, honestly, they missed the playoffs. But still, this, this uh, rookie class is deep from whatever pick you want to go to. There's, le- yeah. I think there's less than 10 guys that haven't been contributing this year out of the 60 picks. So great to see. But yeah, you're, talking about, you're talking about villains, and one of my favorite villains in the league is Trey Young. But phew, he could not play that role today, yeah, let me no, tell you man. about that. Because uh, I almost went to this game, and, man, this man was looking boof as could be. Jose, we'll start off with you. A 1-for-12 performance from uh, one of the best – playmakers in the nba no doubt about it he can make anything any pass he can make almost any shot uh what do you think about this hawks because you know not the same team as last year it seems like but i want to hear your opinion on this. definitely not this i mean this hawks team was one of the most fun teams to watch in the playoffs last year like they were upsetting teams in the first round they made it all the way to the conference finals you know they were you know a pretty deep team and now it seems like They've kind of lost that chemistry. And, and you look back to their trade midseason of uh, Cam Reddish away. I mean, they brought in, I believe, Kevin Knox. And, I mean, he played like – yeah, I mean, We're if Kevin Knox to... is getting minutes on your playoff roster, you know you had a rough – you know you had a rough game. But, I mean, credits to this Heat team. I mean, Duncan Robinson dropping almost 30 off the bench. Absolutely lights out shooting from him. Um, and Jimmy Butler. I mean, Jimmy Butler is also one of those guys who just – turns that switch on for the playoffs and he's always fun to watch. So uh, it'll be disappointing if we don't see this Hawks team go as far as we did, as they did last year, but hey, maybe this, this heat team can redeem their, you know, their bubble team narrative. Their image is bad right now. Everyone thinks they're fraudulent. I know uh, here in a lot of here in Miami people, you know, obviously they're riding on this team, but you know, it's just a bunch of band of guys, you know, you got Max Drews, uh, a guy out of Nevada who, undrafted free agent he's going out there making plays for them um and you know your most one of your most talented players is coming off the bench and he had a bad game Carson what about Hero we worried that the bubble god himself uh, can't redeem his playoff glory um I mean it, it really helps Hero today that uh you know Robinson went off and kind of you know took took away that that negative attention he was going to get but I really think with the heat at least in this series um, it's really only going to take one of them, you know, Hero Robinson, to come off the bench and give them give them a solid game offensively. Because you look at their starting lineup. I mean, Bam didn't really give you much offensively. You know, same with Lowry. You know, that's going to you know even itself out as the series goes on. Um, so I think for this series, it's really just going to you know be one of those one of those guys. But yeah, once they if you know if they keep moving on, second round, third round, 
They're going to need Hero because he's really important to them, uh, you know, late game. I mean, he's probably the guy that, you know, has the best shot of creating something for himself late down the stretch compared to, you know, you know, Bam, not really. I mean, Butler kind of, but, and then, you know, not really Lowry as much. He's really important to them. And, you know, he struggled, he struggled today. I don't think it's going to be all, all postseason. but I mean, the Hawks, I mean, similar to the Bulls, bro. I mean, shout out the heat. They played incredible defense, but man, they could not hit anything. Even if they were getting like open shots, they couldn't hit them. It was just, it was really, really tough. I think, you know, Atlanta will probably get a game, you know, maybe two, but, he look, you know, everyone's talking about the Nets, Celtics, whatever. The Heat, they're just kind of going under the radar. I think that's exactly where they want to be right now. They just, you know, they got the job done today. And uh, exactly. we'll see if they keep flying under the radar. Just keep keep doing business. Man, it's crazy to think, you know, Oladipo's on this Heat team. Imagine if he was playing anything like that former Indiana Pacers version of himself. You slot him there over Max Struess. That's a crazy team out there in Miami. I, I love to see that because you already got Gabe Vincent, Tyler Hero, and Robinson all lodged in 23-plus minutes this game. Um, awesome to see, though, that this team's able to use their depth because regardless of the guys, I mean, a lot of players played for them. They're running a nine-man rotation this game with uh, Deadman as well off the bench. But um, it's going to be hard to come back for this Hawks team, like you guys said. Um, it's, you know, we're going to see Collins hopefully, uh, you know, get back healthy enough to come back in the lineup. They're missing Capella. I mean, I don't know exactly. I know he got injured just recently uh, in the playing game. So hopefully something can happen. He can come back because uh, he, he's much needed out there, especially with a guy like Bam, who is going to go all over Okonkwo because he's not nearly as talented or his experience. But um, mm. speaking of – I still of, like Okonkwo, though. I, I yeah. still really like him. But, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, you'd probably rather have Capella in there with some of those minutes. Yeah, and then speaking of lacking experience, though, uh, two teams very lacking experiences went against each other in the two versus seven matchup in the West. We got the Timberwolves going up against the Grizzlies, and man, shout out Ant, bro! He is coming to a star into right in front of our eyes, um, and John Morant is getting clowned on all over TikTok and Twitter, <laughs> saying that this man, oh, they better without him, they better trade him, like. No, he's a superstar in the making. But um, Carson, take it away. Surprised that this Timberwolves team won? Or do you think this, this Timberwolves team is really underrated the way they've been coming up uh, the last couple of weeks of the season? Uh, no, I'm actually not surprised at all. I think this is going to be a six or seven game series. I think they're both really evenly matched. First of all, that jaw stuff, that's embarrassing. That, that's childish, we, we, you know. It's just corny. We we don't we're not gonna acknowledge that you know anymore. That's just like you know BS. But Jaw he played amazing. You know nonetheless. I mean getting to the free throw line. Um, you know he was great. But I mean you know Jaron Jackson Jr. He was great on defense. But you know he really struggled on offense. Uh, you know same with Bain. You know didn't really get much from Adams. Um, I liked Clark. You know he he gave him good minutes off the bench. But no one else really you know was was doing much. And that's going to change because you know they're I think they're one of if not the deepest team in the west so I, I think you know those bench guys you know they're you know they're going to flip-flop they're going to you know come back to the uh to how they usually play and play a little bit better but yeah I mean Timberwolves shout out to them man and if they're gonna you know if you're gonna make an upset like they are you got to get that game one you know you got to steal that game one on the road and and they did it and Edwards He's rising in the moment, man. He's only his second year. He's so fun to watch. This whole series is so fun to watch. The youth that's out there is just fantastic. And, uh, a shout out Towns, uh, who you know had a terrible playing game. You know, he came back and had a strong uh, game one, and uh, 
you know, I, I hope this goes seven. I, I really do. I really hope it goes seven. And shout out Beasley too, man. He's a guy that just like irrational confidence. He comes off the bench, drops 23 efficiently. Uh, you know, really uh, was a was a difference maker for that show. Yeah. Him and Edwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Edwards was so fun to watch in this game, man. If you had <sighs> never even told me the seedings or anything, I would have told you the Timberwolves were the, the favorite to win because they were just so dominant in that late stretch of the game. Like Edwards, top of the key, ISO bucket like it does not matter and even though i mean he was taking like kobe like tough shots and you just kind of have to live with that i mean eventually he's going to start to miss right Uh, as a grizzlies Mm -hmm. you know defensive strategy that's a bad those are bad shots a lot of them and i mean he's just he was just hitting them that day and we'll see if he if he's you know really really like that (laughs) that's a great point yeah, and uh, I feel like going forward with this Memphis team, um, they got to make sure that they get Desmond Bain involved. I know, honestly, he didn't have a great shooting game, but uh, he's a guy that can really take off, and I know he's one of the best young players in this league under, under the age of 25. I know he was on that Bleacher Report list. But, um, mm-hmm. man, biceps, bro. some dude that just got something special about him, shout out Golden State because – they got three elite guards playing right now. And uh, that man, Jordan Poole, is making a case. And how was he not put in most improved player as a finalist? That shit just shocks crazy. me. It's crazy. just shocks me. But, um, I mean, I'll, I'll also want Car- I hear Carson's opinion. But, Jose, you're the outsider. What do you see from this? You know, Jokic simply just doesn't have the talent around him that he's used to having. You know, he's been without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. for what seems like forever. I the last image I really have of Jamal Murray is him balling in the bubble. So, what yeah, what do you what do you think team, about this series, Jose? Yeah, this was a team that I mean, even since last year was really lacking guard play, especially at that two guard position. I mean, we got Bryn Forbes out here getting minutes. Austin Rivers is having to check guys like Draymond or you know Wiggins in the post, and like I mean, shout out to Bones Highland. He you know he's. He's doing his best out there. He's pretty fun to watch as a rookie, but like mm-hmm. the talent level on this Nuggets team after Jokic, like, I mean, if Aaron Gordon is your second best player and you're trying to contend for a championship, it's not a good look. But they've got to be able to survive when Jokic is off the floor. That's just the biggest thing. Uh, I mean, Boogie Cousins gave him some solid minutes, but like down. you cannot, <laughs> you can't rely on Boogie Cousins, bro. Um, but yeah, shout out, shout out the Warriors, bro. This Warriors team was actually really fun to watch. Like, I was genuinely enjoying watching this game. And Curry wasn't even, like, Curry wasn't even really Curry for most of the game, at least. Pool was, was so nice. Wiggins had a, had a good comeback game. I know he's been struggling recently. And, I mean, Draymond, obviously. He's, he's Draymond. He's going to run the floor out there. So, this, this Warriors team is pretty dangerous. Yeah, Carson, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'll start with the Nuggets. I just want to backpack off, you know, Jose's point that he made that, you know, yeah, but besides Jokic, it, it really it really kind of tough, you know, for, for the Nuggets to compete, yeah, especially when he's off the floor. And I think that's his really his strongest case for, you know, the MVP is that, you know, compared to Giannis and Embiid, you know, his supporting cast, I think, is a lot worse. And, you know, no disrespect to them, I just think, you know, it's just tough when you're second and third best player. Um, are both injured off the floor. Um, and, you know, w- the Warriors, we did a great job of, you know, making Jokic move, you know, on defense, you know, 
just, you know, making it really, really tough for him on offense. And you could tell that was really getting to him. It's not like he, you know, played terrible or anything, but, you know, 12 of 25, you know, he really had to work to get his points. Um, and, you know, just his passing lanes weren't, weren't as open. Because we, you know, one thing about the Warriors, we're, we're pretty small. We have a lot of switchability. We have a lot of athletes out there. And, uh, you know, pool. Yeah, you said it, bro. He, I don't know how he's not in the top three. He was literally like in the G League for parts of last year. Like, and this guy's, you know, averaging like close to 20 points. He's going off his first playoff game. He's dropping 30 points. I mean, it's like he's like the textbook definition of most improved, but whatever. I'll, I'll take the playoff success uh, over that. Um, and yeah, you, you guys touched on it. Golden State, I mean, before Draymond went out, they were right there neck and neck with the Suns. Um, and I think, you know, ceiling wise, talent wise, I think they're right there. And I think it's clutch that, you know, I don't really think they need Curry that much, to be honest, to beat this Denver team when you have Poole playing as well as he is. Give Curry a little bit more time to rest because you could tell, you know, he just wasn't really ready. He didn't shoot that well. And, uh, you know, we'll get in the second round, hopefully, you know, with some decent rest and uh, you know, be ready to go with a healthier Curry. Um, I'm getting a little too ahead of myself, but that's just my prediction because I, I just feel really confident in us against the, you know, kind of this depleted Nuggets team. Yeah, I'd say keep rocking the lineup that we just rocked uh, for next game and then let Curry be healthy going into Denver. I mean, we know they're a team that likes to fill up. Uh, Pepsi Center always gets some players out. I think it's still the Pepsi Center. I know that's what it used to be. Um, but Draymond, uh, yeah, it was sure. so funny watching Draymond play like Andrew Bogut back in the day where he just won't shoot. And then he just pulled one in like Jokic's <laughs> face. I was like, what? This man just did that? And then uh, after that, I was like, yeah, this game's over with. And we got all the bums going in. But hey. Hey, I want to see Kaminga more, though. I, I need Kaminga to get facts. some more minutes. This is crucial facts. for him, you know, to get some run in the playoffs. And he, when he comes in, he's just like a, he's just like a spark plug just because he's so, he's just like, you know, so much of a, a greater athlete, an athlete, it seems like, than everybody else on the court sometimes. Yeah, I feel like we got to just throw him in there for, like, three minutes maybe at a time, like, in some, like, like going into the half kind of moments just to, like, see if he can, like, really show if he can do something because you want to make sure he's warmed up in case a guy goes down and he's got to step up. But, um, I mean, again, shout out this Warriors team. Um, I, I'm begging for a Suns-Warriors. Uh, Me too. Conference. Watch it. Yeah, it'd be Western Conference Finals. <laughs> I want to see that so bad. But um, speaking of a dude who went off in his playoff debut, not only did Jordan Poole do that, but Tyrese Maxey of the 76ers uh, going in a series that's an interesting series nonetheless. I mean, not really anymore now that it seems like the entire Toronto Raptors team got on the IR. But um, uh, Pascal Siakam, uh, OG Nobi, Sky Barnes, Fran Vili, uh, Gary Trent, not, not enough for this Philadelphia team, which, you know, on paper looks like they should come out the East but, uh, man, there's some issues out there, it seems to be, because James Harden's still looking like playoff James Harden, going 6-17 from the floor, uh, but still producing, you know, 22-14 and 14 at the end of the day. Uh, Carson, what do you think of the Sixers team? Do they just, like, are they kind of going up against a team that they just have a great matchup against? Because, you know, there's not really a guy that can guard and beat on this roster. Um Looking at the uh, yeah, I, I just uh, you know coming in the series, I thought Toronto you know was really going to give them a run for their money because yeah, you said it. I mean, they don't really have anyone for Embiid, but I think the rest of their team they have enough enough you know athleticism, you know defense, you know just a lot of guys that are switchable to be able to make it hard for everyone else on the team because uh, you know you could give Embiid forty, but if you're able to step up and, and play defense on everybody else, but now when Maxi's playing like he is and the fact that you know Maxi 
is going to step up and have a great efficient game, you know, while Harden, you know, kind of plays like typical Harden. But I, I do like the fact he got 14 assists. Um, but, you know, he's he's going to need to step up. But, you know, he, you know, it's okay this game. You have Max to step up. But you're going to need Harden if you're going to want to get to where we all think the Sixers can get. And that's, uh, you know, a championship. I think we all realize that, you know, at their peak uh, and on paper, they, they can really be like that if they really, you know, if Harden steps up. But we'll see. It's just tough to see Toronto, you know, now with Barnes, you know, injured. Who knows what's going to happen with him? I think that's that's just really, really tough. And it sucks that, you know, they're not going to be at full strength because I, I really think it would have been, you know, pretty close because I like, you know, I like the defenders on Toronto that much. Yeah. Yeah, Philly, I just – I would have I would have liked to see them be a little bit more challenged early on, but I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see you know how they fare against you know a deeper team, a much more physical team. Uh, because I mean they didn't play the best game, but they still won in pretty you know pretty good fashion. So I guess mm-hmm. they're probably just gonna be able to cruise through the rest of this series, and we're just gonna have to wait until next next series. Yeah, and that would be they're gonna be who would they be facing? Uh, do I have that? Where's it? Hold up. This is what the three six. It's the three six. Actually, no. Yeah, yeah. It's the three six. I'm trying to so play. Oh, they probably so, play either Boston oh, Miami. or Miami. They're playing Miami. That's who they play. Uh, that'd be a good matchup for them. I mean, those are. Uh, I feel like those teams match up well. Uh, but because you know, you see Harden going against uh, Butler, and you're gonna see uh, MB going against out of Yeah. A much more that deep would be a great series on uh, Miami than it is Philly, but a lot more star power. But um, let's see what other games uh, to touch on. Um, the Jazz Mavericks, not really an interesting game. I mean, Luca looks like he's going to be gone till at least game three, and then who knows what he's going to look like when he comes back. Uh, this Jazz team looks like they're going to lose the round right after because uh, the Mavericks were able to hold on for this game for a pretty decent while. But um, I think we got to talk about – I mean, we always – Every, I mean, the Pelican Suns game, we were expecting them to lose. Um, let's talk Bucks Bulls, though. Um, mm-hmm. interesting game because the Bucks were a big little 16 point lead and then ended up coming back and winning the game. Uh, Jose, uh, I know the Bulls were ranked pretty high and we, we were high on them, uh, during the season. Uh, do you think they can still, you know, come back and win this series, or is Giannis just such a dominant force and uh, are they bound for another run to the finals? Yeah. To be fair, for the for a lot of early parts of this game, the Bucks did not look amazing. I mean, obviously Giannis was dominant, but Drew Holiday was struggling to find his shot the whole game. Chris Middleton was almost absent. I mean, he was just chucking up shots at times. Uh, and they were getting virtually no bench production besides Bobby Portis. I mean, Grayson Allen was out there just throwing passes into the crowd and <laughs> I don't even know what, just giving out free fouls, but... Yeah. This Bulls, this Bulls team, you know, they fought back, they clawed back. I like what I saw, you know, from you know the gritty young players. Derek Jones was out there getting minutes. You know, you got Io, Kobe White, you know, running all over the floor. So I think the Bulls might, you know, might be able to to grab a game or two. I just, I think the Bucks are going to be able to turn it on, especially with their, you know, with their uh, complementary guards like Drew and Chris Middleton. And once they do. I don't know if the Bulls will have an answer for that. Exactly. I mean, DeRozan's only so talented when it comes down to it, and he hasn't even been that great. I mean, this is a terrible game for him. Six of 25, um, 
you know, they get that they zero in on him. It's going to be hard because you're going to put a lot of pressure on Levine and Vucevic, who hasn't been great this year. Carson, uh, anything else you want to talk about this game in this series? Um, yeah, I, I think the Bulls. I think the Bulls can stay competitive. I think the fact that I think it's a positive for them that you know DeRozan, Vucevic, and Levine, all three of their you know their three you know stars, you know, all struggled and they still almost won this game. You know, I think. Uh, you know, they shot, you know, like 32%, you know, the Bucks only shot 40%. I think, uh, I think this was a game that they really could, because Milwaukee wanted to lose this game, man. They really wanted to give it away, but, you know, the Bulls just didn't, they just didn't grab it. They didn't seize it. Um, you know, they were just missing a lot of wide open shots. Like Vucevic, just, you know, so many wide open threes missed. You know, he was just getting standstill threes. Um, and I think, you know, I don't think that's going to be like that the whole Series. And I think uh, if you get if you just get one of those guys on, um, I think they can make it competitive. I still think the Bucks are going to take this series, but I think I think the Bulls can find themselves you know, getting back into this and making it uh, competitive. Because Giannis, you know, you know what you're going to get from Giannis. But if you're able, you know, because Holiday and Middleton, we've seen them. I mean, you know, obviously their highs were really high in the playoffs last year. But we also can't forget they were really inconsistent at times. You know, just kind of like they showed today. And the Bulls. You know, like I said, could get one of their three guys, even two of their three guys going and capitalize on them being inconsistent. They can they can get right back in. They gotta steal they gotta steal a game here in Milwaukee, though. That that's definitely a thing. But um and Caruso, I sorry, real quick. Shout out Caruso, man. He played fantastic. <laughs> I mean, he only had seven points, but dude, he dude, he took two charges on Giannis. That in itself is a huge <laughs> feat. And he was just everywhere on defense, bro. He was like single-handedly really getting them back in, like when they needed it. When they're all three other guys were cold, Caruso was always doing something to try and get them back in. Shout out Caruso, man. He he was great tonight. Yeah. So uh wanted to pull up the bracket here. Uh Talk a little bit uh, predictions because you know it's it's game one. Everyone's got their game one done. And I feel like we got to make some overreactions because you know that's that's what we're here for. So uh, starting in the West, uh, wherever you guys come up with this first, who was your prediction uh, to not only make I mean be the Western Conference Finals matchup, but uh, end up being in the finals? Um, in terms of my side, I mean I'm gonna be extremely biased. It's what I want to see. I think it's gonna be Phoenix Golden State. I feel like they're the most, uh, you know, well-rounded teams out of all of these group. And uh, I think I'd love to see those two teams match up. And then we'll, we'll wait and then talk about our finals matchup. But what do you guys think? Uh, Jose or Carson, go first, whoever. Uh, what do you think for the Western Conference Finals? Yeah, go ahead, Jose. Uh, give me Phoenix for sure. Uh, and give me Minnesota beating Golden State by a game. Wow. Wow! Just because I want, just because I want to see it, just because I want to see it. Holy shit! Um, that's that's very hot, but that would be yeah, that would be crazy. I uh, I'm also gonna go with Phoenix. Yeah, I'm going with Phoenix. They're the most complete team left. Um, and I, I think they're gonna, you know, they're gonna wipe the floor with the Pelicans. I think they're gonna wipe the floor with whoever they see in the second round too, whether it's Dallas or Utah. I think they're gonna, you know, defeat them pretty easily. And uh, on the other side. I think I'm still going to go with Golden State, man. You know, I really liked what I saw. I think, you know, Curry's only getting healthier. Um, everyone else is healthy and, and on track. And uh, I just like them and their experience uh, over whoever comes out. I mean, who, whoever comes out between Memphis and Minnesota, I really fear, like, their athleticism, uh, you know, compared to the Warriors. But I, I, I think I value our, our, 
chemistry, or, or I guess, you know, those teams have great chemistry too, but I value our experience over either of those teams and I expect them to play the Suns um, in the nice. Western Conference Finals. So yeah, Carson and I, will, we, we got ours synced up, Jose, uh, I mean, all of us with the Suns and Jose got the wild card with Minnesota. Interesting to see, because it'd be Wiggins and D'Lo going at it with each other in the second round uh, would be some interesting narrative there, but um, yeah. heading over to the, to the right side of the bracket, to the Eastern conference. Um, I'm going to take Miami versus Boston in this one. I feel like uh, okay. a little bit of a hotter take. I mean, obviously the one and two seed, but at the end of the day, I don't think Boston's favored to come out of their side. So give me Miami versus Boston. A little bit of a throwback back to the days of the Braun, KG, Paul Pierce, Dwayne Wade, and then boys. How about you guys? Let me get Miami and Brooklyn. Wow. Okay. I think Brooklyn can, can make it past make it past Milwaukee this year. Mm-hmm. I um I kind of agree with those. I feel like that two seven. I think whoever comes out of there, I think is going to make make the Eastern Conference Finals. I think I just I don't know. I mean, Milwaukee, you know, I, I I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt <clears throat> to like you know that they can turn it on whatever and get back to their championship ways. But I think for the most part, we can all agree that they have been you know pretty inconsistent this year um, for the most part. And I just you know after you know Boston's performance today. I mean, they seem locked in, man. They seem locked in. I, I really like them as well. I think, uh, especially with Robert Williams coming back, I, I really like them getting the conference finals. And, uh, you know, give me Philly. I just, um, I don't know. You know, Miami, I think they're more trustworthy, but I like the offensive peak and talent of, of Philly more. Because I, I don't know, there's just Miami, I just don't really trust them as much like offensively, like talent wise in the clutch, but also Philly, it's like you got Harden and Doc Rivers. I don't really trust them, but I, I think I'm gonna take Philly still. I think they're more right. talented. So we got we got a little bit interesting out there in the East, a little bit more of a mix up with who we got. No one's thinking up, but uh let's talk about finals matchup. And uh <clears throat> this is tough. This is tough because when it comes down to it, I'm gonna my bias just weighs on me way too heavy in this situation. It's just gonna be how it is, you know how it works. Um, give me, give me Golden State versus Boston uh, in the finals. Uh, we're gonna see Tatum, you know, get that appreciation, the rise of stardom. Uh, one of the top five uh, players in the league. Actually, he's gonna be regarded as a top five player in the league by the end of these playoffs. I think the bias is gonna hit on that because he's gonna have such a great series. Uh, throughout whatever series he's in. So give me Golden State versus uh, Boston, two historic franchises. I mean, obviously one more than the other, but uh, we'll go with that, and then we'll, we'll talk winners in a second. But uh, Jose, Carson, take it away. You got it, Jose. I got to take, take Phoenix, especially because, I mean, since I took Minnesota in the last round, I can't take Golden State, obviously. So I'm going to take Phoenix and – I'm gonna take Miami. Okay, I'm gonna take Boston. I'm gonna take Boston. I'm gonna take Wait, Boston. you had Brooklyn, I mean, Brooklyn, 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 Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Brooklyn, my bad. Brooklyn yeah. and Brooklyn Phoenix. The Suns. All right. Yeah, the two Mamba mentality boys. We'll see. Yeah. 
That, that would be a crazy finals. Like the offense, yeah. like the shot making in that finals would be off the charts. Yeah. Oh, that would be super fun to watch. Um, I want to I wanna go back on something I said. I said that whoever comes out of that 2-7 is going to make the Eastern Conference Finals. I, li- I, I, I lied. I think if Brooklyn won, I would still take Milwaukee. So either Boston or Milwaukee, it sucks they have to play in the second round and not the Conference Finals. I think that'd be a great Conference Finals. But I'm so I'm gonna go with Boston, um, and I'm I'm gonna go with Boston like Jose and Phoenix as well. I think I think Phoenix. I I don't care who comes out of the East. I'm taking Phoenix. I think like if you you know had a gun in my head, if I had to pick one team, Phoenix to win the finals. And I think uh, either Boston or uh, Milwaukee are gonna match up with them. I just think Phoenix. I love the revenge arc with them. I think it's really like 2014 Spursy. Uh, they're so complete. Um, and they have the least amount of question marks out of any team in the playoffs to me. Like they have the exactly. least amount of things I have to worry about besides them getting injuries, but that's every team. So. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, give me the Celtics win the finals, Jason Tatum finals MVP. And then oh, the talk between yeah. the talk between him okay. and Luca is going to get a lot more juicy. That's what I'm thinking. It's going to be like Luca. I feel like at this point is, is, is a decent bit ahead of him. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think because Tatum's just such a more dominant of a score. And he's got that defense. I mean, him right. and Brown today. I mean, the whole team was great on defense today, but like, dude, mm-hmm. Tatum and Brown defensively. But hey, so going back to my Western Conference Finals, that game's going to se- that series is going to seven. If they don't go to seven, I'm gonna be very disappointed. I could care yeah. who I could care who wins. I want Phoenix, Golden State in seven. I, I will take whoever wins. That'd be so care. sick. I'm so glad the playoffs are back, bro. I think this is like one of the most interesting playoffs in like the last few years. I just think there's so many like like juicy storylines, and there's just a lot of a lot of teams with high potentials, man. Uh, yeah. It's just exciting. A lot of uh, implications for teams too. I feel like there's a couple yes. teams who like if they do not perform, they will have to blow it up. Okay. Yeah. Utah. Utah's on that list. Utah for sure. I think Utah's, Dallas, Utah's number one, I think. If Dallas yeah. gets swept, I think they're going to have to look for – they could put a lot of work in looking for a guy to play alongside Luka. They're going to put a lot of money into that. Um, oh. Let's think. New Orleans? Mm-hmm. New Orleans, no. They, they shouldn't nah, they gotta, in the first place. Honestly, they should just – like whatever happens to them, just like regroup next year. You're going to get Zion back. And I think – you you te- you texted us, Jose. Was it you, Jose, or Liam? I think when it was you guys me. texted yeah, you. It was me. You're like, uh, yeah. You're like, but once they get Zion back, like that team looks pretty solid. They have they'd have four All Star caliber players on their team with and their starting lineup with Herb Jones at the two. Um, let's think yeah. other teams. Milwaukee, actually, Milwaukee. They already won the chip. Philly. Um, Philly. Harden. They still got another year of Harden. Harden. No, yeah. he didn't. No, don't? no, that's the thing. He didn't sign his player option because there's a like a miscommunication. So he is going to be a free agent uh, this summer. I think oh, maybe shit. Atlanta. I think Atlanta might make him. I think, yeah, I think. Make a switch up. I, I could see Hunter leaving. I could see um, Capella, Hunter, and like someone else in a trade for a second guy. Going <laughs> for a Beal maybe. Uh, like a real mm-hmm. second scorer alongside them. Um Miami, I don't think yeah. anything could change them because I think they're they're still on the upward scale. Toronto, they're fine. Um, Minnesota's fine. 
Yeah, Minnesota's Minnesota's more than fine. So is Memphis because I think they're a year, they're at least a year away. Um, Brooklyn, yeah. that really brings into question some stuff because you're gonna really put a lot of pressure on Ben Simmons. That's gonna like raise the expectations for him. Yeah, agreed. But no, I didn't get your guys' finals winner. I had the Celtics uh, over the Warriors. Uh, Carson, I believe you had the Suns versus. Yeah, the, I'm going with the uh, Suns. Mm-hmm. And then Jose, I'm taking the signs. I just want to. I just want to see Chris Paul hold that up, bro. Honestly, he deserves it probably more than anyone else in this playoffs. Yeah, wait. Let's do that. Wait, can we do a what? Like, what players like would a ring mean the most? I think. I think him and Harden are right there at the top. Yeah. Oh, Harden's up there there. too. Um, I'd like to see Butler get one just for like. Like to see it come full circle from the bubble, playing one of the best games of all time in finals history. Shows that it um, wasn't a fluke. Uh huh. Um, yeah. KD to finally capture one without the super team. Um, yeah. That could, that, that's a huge narrative. Uh, I think I could see the Warriors. If Curry, if Curry wins a finals MVP, MVP would be clutch. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but mm-hmm. I mean, after missing game, Game one didn't look – or not missing, but, like, not looking great in game one. I don't know. He's really got to heat up if he's going to go for that. Giannis would solidify himself as the clear-cut best player in the league if he wins another finals. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like don't even think about putting Braun in that conversation ever again. It's it's Giannis has taken the throne. But KD is still going to be right there next to him, though. I still think you, if you give back-to-back finals MVPs for Giannis, yeah, you, you he, he, yeah, he would take the cake for sure. Um, I mean, Utah's not winning this. Uh, like, what's a team like, like besides like a team that's not an eight or a seven seed that you like can put your life on that they're not going to win it? But they're not going to win it. Yeah, uh, the Jazz. Dallas, yeah, or the yeah, Jazz. The Jazz. Chicago, Toronto, like, like, okay, actually, well, who is some team? We'll do that. It's way more interesting. What teams do you think I can actually win the finals? That are Start not, in the West, not like one or two. No, or no, no, any, no, no, no. We'll just, we don't care what number they are. Who do you think can actually okay, win the finals? Okay. Start in the West. I think Phoenix and Golden State are the only ones that can win the finals out of the West. Yeah, I think Phoenix, Golden State, and 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 Memphis is like right under them, right under. They're too young to me. I just can't see them doing that. But yeah. I think if Golden State or Phoenix, they get a big injury to, like, a top four guy, and if Memphis stays healthy, then that's the route I see for them. But I agree. I, I still think they're a little too young. I agree. Like, Phoenix and Golden State. Like, let's say we get Memphis-Boston in the finals, let's just say. Marcus Smart's going to hold Morant, like, respectively. And they'll just yeah, that's a over. good point. That's a good point. I'd probably, you'd probably take yeah, whoever comes Go- out. Of Golden these. State, you lock down Curry. You still got to guard Clay and Poole. and you still yeah. got all the other guys around them. Wiggins is yeah. still Wiggins. a great fourth option at this point. Like because what right. they're the Warriors should be running Draymond, Wiggins, Poole, Clay, Curry. Like the end of the game. They're yeah, right. that should be like the new like death lineup. That's a shit. That might be actually that might be better at the way it's looking right now. Because you got three crazy good scores. All right. I, I want to see that lineup really bad. I was talking so, to my dad about that. I'm like, yeah. So we're consensus like, that the Phoenix Suns and the Golden State Warriors are the only teams in the West that can win the finals. So, yeah. The East is mm-hmm. a little bit more confusing, though. 
I'd have to say. Definitely. Because – I'd say Miami, Milwaukee, and Boston as my top three. I don't know no, in any, what order, Not top three, just any teams you think can win the finals out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, those, I think, like, those three teams are the first teams I would, like, shortlist as, like, could actually win it. I say Miami, Philly, uh, Milwaukee, Boston, and Brooklyn. I think all five. Same. I'd go all five, honestly. That's what's crazy is because there's five teams that I think could do it, and one of them's not going to make it out of the first round. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think I, Philly's I the lowest on my list, though. Yeah. Mm, yeah, them yeah. and Miami. Yep, then Miami. And Miami are the bottom two. But I'd and go then, Boston, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. Those three teams scare me the most. And, like, have legit. i go Milwaukee, Boston, Brooklyn. I, I'd, switch, I'd switch one and two. But, no, I, I think yeah. we're consensus here. But I think we'll probably have to reconvene talking about this. Maybe if there's a series that's really interesting we'll talk about. Or maybe we're looking at conference semifinals next. So, we'll have to see. Appreciate you guys for listening. Of course, uh, any other remarks you guys want to make before we head out of here? Hey, we'll All be right. back. We'll be back during the first round. Yeah, we'll either be, end we'll, of the first round or yeah, if there's a couple of series going. We'll six put some. Seven. We'll put some pressure on some guys to deliver because, man, <laughs> Luca, if he comes back from the series game three down 2-0 and wins it, that'd be really impressive. I'd like to see that. And, hey, I think – was it Jose? Were you saying in the chat that MVP needs to be put more emphasis on playoffs? I think this year we definitely have to take it into consideration because the award is given out after the playoffs anyway. And when all three MVPs are this close, and even a guy like Devin Booker who averaged like 27 on the best record in the league, like we've got to put some implication on the playoffs because if Jokic or Giannis or Embiid – get knocked in the first round, and then they hold up that MVP trophy, it's going to leave a bitter-ass taste in every NBA fan's mouth. Exactly. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, that is tough, you know, yeah, when when certain players, you know, yeah, get it and they're, they're not going, you know, all the way in the in the playoffs. But you, you have to – if you're in the NBA, you have to change it because it is a regular season award right now, and they're, they're just going to take in the regular season. Um and account for that for this voting but if going forward yeah you you have to change it if you're the nba you have to include the playoffs you just have to make an overall uh, uh mvp that could affect recency bias though that's the only problem because like Jokic, what let's say denver loses in five like are you just gonna say Jokic can't win it now like he couldn't even you can only win one game when he's had yeah. one of the greatest school seasons of all time right yeah. It's it's a debate. You can go either way. Uh, I see both ways to it, though. But yeah, but also it's just like it's just with Jokic. I, I think I just really think his supporting cast is just doesn't really hold the same weight as those other two guys do. It's giving me a LeBron Cavs supporting cast. The way it's looking right now, Will Barton's yeah. his best his best scorer alongside him. Like yeah, him and Bones. Yeah, it's crazy to see. Bones. But nah, this podcast, you guys should be listening to it sometime in the early morning, Eastern Standard Time. Appreciate you guys listening. And of course, stay tuned for more content. We got some fun stuff coming up uh, in the works. We always got some stuff. And summertime's coming soon, so you'll see a lot more podcasts coming out this summer. Yeah, um, yeah. Get some some baseball content. Maybe I'll get a vlog in there when I head to an Angels game or something like that. So without further ado, though, it's been Coast Coast. Signing out. Peace. <laughs>